Welcome to another special Twins post-game edition of Daily Delivery. I am Michael Rand. We do not have good news to talk about tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Twins lose 9-1 to to Houston on Tuesday at Target Field. It was a disaster from the beginning. Four runs in the first inning for Houston. An error by Alex Kirilov at first base kind of opens the floodgates. Sonny Gray not sharp all game long. Gives up two home runs in a game. First time all year he's done that. Gave up eight home runs all season long. Twins couldn't get a single clutch hit when they needed it. And there you go. There's a 9-1 to final score. The first real clunker. The first one that makes you feel really bad if you're a Twins fan so far in the postseason, right? I mean, the two against Toronto, of course, felt great if you were the Twins and a Twins fan. You you sweep the series in the wildcard round. You get that 18-game losing streak out of the way, and you advance the ALDS. You're thinking game one against Justin Verlander is a tough matchup. You come back from 5-0 and get into that game. You lose 6-4, but you take confidence into game two. You win that 6-2. You come back to target field. You got all sorts of momentum. You got crazy fans going all over the place. Next thing you know, you are flat on your back. It was just not the Twins' day at all. Like I said, Sonny Gray probably at the top of the list of what goes wrong in this game. Gives up two home runs, including the big one, a three-run shot to Jose Abreu on an absolute cookie of a hanging breaking ball in the first inning. It's, you know, Abreu is a breaking ball hitter, and he's doing him a favor by throwing him one in the first place. And I know that's Sonny Gray's game, but it plays right into Abreu. It's a terrible execution on the pitch next thing you know that thing is over 440 feet into left field out in a hurry and it just never felt like the twins got much traction from there they did have their chances early on they even had a rally in the in the bottom of the first but couldn't push a run across second and third one out but Royce Lewis and Carlos Correa go down quickly on strikeouts after that they got seven walks in the game but only three hits um so you got to get some offense at some point beyond Correa and Lewis. Those guys did not come up big in this game, but they've been coming up big all postseason long. Lewis has three home runs. Correa, six hits now, I think, in this series. He's been all over the place showing his postseason chops, but someone else has to join the party. Kepler's been okay. Polanco had that big home run in game one. Outside of that, there has not been much offensive help. The rookies, the young players, they look lost, especially today. Um, I, I counted it up. The three rookies in the lineup, Lewis, Walner, and uh, and Edward Julian go combined 0 for 9 with seven strikeouts in this game. They did combine for four walks. You, you'll give them that. But 0 for 9 with seven strikeouts. They, they did not look like they were ready to meet that moment. You combine that with Alex Kirilov looking lost the plate again. It was not their day. I kind of wonder what's going to happen now in Game 4 on Wednesday. I'm going to talk to Lavelli Neal III here in just a little while to get his perspectives on you know everything that happened today, but also what they what they have looking forward to in Game 4. you got Joe Ryan on the hill. you got pretty much all of the relievers that you would want lined up for this game. I mean, after, after uh, Sonny Gray's shorter and less-than-stellar start, they went with Kenta Maeda, they went with Bailey Ober, both those guys got touched up a little bit over more than more than Maeda. They they had to get, burn Griffin Jacks, but Gr- Jacks can pitch back-to-back games. So pretty much anyone you would want out of the bullpen 
should be available on Wednesday, especially knowing that if you can get it to Game 5, this has to be an all-hands-on-deck situation, but if you can get it to Game 5, you do have Pablo Lopez lined up on full rest, likely against Justin Verlander, trying to trying to get that series to a Game 5. Pablo Lopez, the kind of pitcher that works deeper into games, figure you're going to get at least six innings out of him or at least five, even if he struggles a little bit or has to you know, labor through that game. But you can kind of throw everything at Houston on uh, on t- on Wednesday, so I wonder how much they'll they'll go with Joe Ryan, how how quickly they would turn to somebody else in kind of an all hands on deck situation in that game. Joe Ryan though seems like he's ready for the moment. Here he was on Tuesday talking about his opportunity on Wednesday. Uh, I feel definitely rested um, with this extra time, but um, I think we've just put in a lot of work with coaches and and working with Pete and Matt Daniels and just getting everything kind of locked in and getting the pitches where we want to. Um, working in the training room and just getting the body right. Uh, yeah, I, f- I feel really good and uh, yeah, threw threw a great little side yesterday. So um, feeling feeling strong. We'll see. This has been a resilient team, and that was that was demonstrated in a lot of the remarks you guys had. I asked you on Twitter. Um, you know, I asked you on Twitter. I'm sorry, X. I asked you on X. Twins fans, let's hear you vent and then release. The thing that bothered me the most today was blank. And the things that things that gives me the most confidence in games four and five is blank. A lot of good responses. Let's run through them. Disappointed Minnesota Twins fan jumps right into the negative phrasing. Kirloff refusing to get in front of a soft ground ball was the thing that disappointed him the most. And what gives me hope is nothing. But a lot of you still have hope. Isaac John said the rookies look like rookies, no clutched hitting, undisciplined swings all game, but we bounce back. Shadows will be better early tomorrow, whether the game is at two or six. Empty the tank game four and flip a coin in Pablo versus Verlander Friday. It's still very winnable. Optimism feels nice. Brian Brandt says what bothered me the most is the twins are who they are. Rally killing double plays, too many strikeouts, nine left on base, one for nine of runners in scoring position. What gives me confidence? One win away from Pablo taking the hill from game five. That's a common theme. A lot of people saying if you can just get it to game five, they like their chances, even if it's against Verlander. Mac Wilson, my friend from over at 89.3 The Current, says, Bother me the most. Now Houston can fully rest Verlander until Game 5. Most confidence. Baseball is strange. Twitter would have written off the 2002 Twins after going down 2-1 to one to the A's. That is absolutely true. I kind of forget that they were down in that series 2-1 to one before coming back, forcing a Game 5, and then winning that fifth game in Oakland 5-4. to four. A.J. Pruszynski, who was on the call today, um, color commentator as part of a really nice broadcast booth, hit a big home run for the Twins in that game. And that before... The Toronto series was the last time the Twins had won a postseason series. Matt Cummers says, bother me, reverting to trying to hit eight-run homers and other bad situational hitting. What gives me hope, it's a resilient group, and they can leave it all out there tomorrow. I like Pablo in Game 5. My good friend Chickenfinger69 says, if Griffin Jacks is unavailable tomorrow because he pitched today down 9-1, I will be bothered. I haven't had confidence since 1998. I wonder what happened in 1998 to make Chicken Fingers 69 lose his confidence. Wait, I think I do know. Trey Warren, what bothered me the most, Sonny picking the absolute worst time to do the things he never does. That's very true. I mean, he, he's been great all year. He's had the breaking ball going all year. He's got all those different pitches. He just didn't have 
Didn't have it today for whatever reason. The Astros seem to have a good plan, but they also got some absolutely hittable pitches, and they crushed those pitches. Gives me hope. All season, this team has had its share of clunkers, but it has showed remarkable resiliency and the ability to bounce back fast. That's a good point. This is a team that's been counted out a bunch of times this season and has come back and done quite well. Westside North says, sometimes you just have to tip your cap to the advanced scout. They nailed Gray's plan. If he survives the first five, everything about that game changes. I agree with that. He did not, however, and now Joe Ryan, who has been shakier, much shakier than Sonny Gray this season, has to keep the season alive. Trisha Stoltz says, the things that bother me the most today, swinging from our heels and trying to get everything out of the park. The thing that gives me the most confidence in Game 4 and 5 is Correa. Yeah, I think the Twins have better at-bats in them in Game 4. We'll see about Game 5, but they definitely have better at-bats in them in Game 4 coming up on Wednesday. Um, Jordan Grunwig says what bothered me the most was we are still pitching to Alvarez. He has been on fire. I don't know if you if you what the answer is there, but I mean giving up one base instead of two or four might be the solution at a certain point. Colin Lammer says tough to be really bothered when you're blown up, but my confidence for game five is obviously Pablo. Tomorrow is a toss up game. Last one. Greg Jensen, what bothered me? Sonny Gray not stepping up to meet the moment gives me confidence. This ball club is still alive. Joe Ryan can step up and be that guy tomorrow. Postseason baseball is a crapshoot, and that's why it is so fun. Yeah, it wasn't much fun for Twins fans on Tuesday. There's still a chance, though, on Wednesday. We'll see if they can get it done, and we'll see what Lavelle E. Neal third thinks in just a minute here. Grand Casino would like to take a moment and salute the true football fan. The passion. The hope, the anticipation, that incomparable feeling of winning. Grand Casino would also like to take a moment to remind you that you can find all that anticipation, thrill, and winning at Grand Casino. Grand Casino, let your story begin. As promised, here's Lavelle Enio III, Star Tribune columnist from Target Field. Lavelle, I've already gone through a whole bunch of what went wrong, but I'd love to hear from you. I mean, I mean, aside from the the obvious answer, everything kind of starts with Sunday Gray, right? Just didn't have it today. Well, it, it, you know, it came down to him. He needed to execute pitches that he couldn't. Um, he got off to a bad start when uh, uh, Altuve hit a, a slider breaking ball and was barely off the ground for a single, and he was like, "We can't do there." Uh, but then he wanted to uh, he wanted to throw. Uh, his slider first strike and just spun it out over the middle of the plate to uh, uh, to uh, Brayu. Yeah, and that led to the crushing three run homer uh, in the first inning and put them in the four zero hole. You know, going into their without them even had coming to the plate yet. You know, um, you know, I think he at times he thought he made good pitches. He thought he executed, and there were a couple of tip your hat moments, but. He know he knew he spun up a few breaking balls up there that he probably wanted back. And um, at this time of year against a team like that, they can escalate things in a hurry, as we all saw. Yeah, that was it. I mean, you're down 4-0. I mean, it's the second time they've been down pretty big early in the game, and they came back and made it a game in game one in Houston. But in this case, it just it just didn't feel like – the only time it felt like they might have a chance was in those later innings, and then Jeffers – absolutely crushes the ball but it's a you know beautiful double play and and there you go that was the that was the only moment where you're like maybe they've got something where they could get to six three six four and make that a game yeah i agree and that was a great play by jeremy pena on um on jeffers ground ball 
Um, it, it kind of sums up the day, you know. I mean, they did the Twins did a lot of things wrong, but when they even when they tried to do something right, you know, they they didn't get paid off for it. They didn't see the put the follow through on it. So, like that Jeffers hit, you know, like the six walks they drew, <laughs> you know, yeah, um, they were awful at runners in scoring position. I believe we added it up there uh, five for twenty seven with runners in scoring position in this series. Um, I think they were one for 12 in game one and then two for nine, two for six in game two and one for nine in this series. So it's yeah, that actually sounds, four sounds for 27. Right, yeah. yeah, it's not four good. Four for 27. No. And they, no, and they, were, and they weren't and they weren't good against Toronto either. No, no, they really weren't. They really weren't. And uh, it, it shows you once again, you know, we were worried about this at the beginning of the year when the offense uh, was sputtering. It couldn't get a key hit to save its life. It's reverted back to that form as uh, when the pitching's gotten better, and it didn't really um, magnify. It wasn't magnified that much in Game Two because Pablo was so dominant in that outing. But in Games One and Three, yeah, you see what they left on the on the field. I'm sure a lot of hitters are lamenting uh, their at bats and want to have their at bats taken because I mean uh, uh, the Houston starter. Um, he uh he gave him opportunities. I mean, he was yeah. falling behind hitters. He wasn't the one that were chasing balls off the plate. I will admit his slider was tough. I mean, there was a couple of pitches there that he made some some quality uh quality offerings, man. But uh uh Christian Javier was uh, very effective. And uh Dusty Baker said he thought he pitched pretty good. <laughs> and he says, uh, you know, he kind of rises to the occasion and he kind of smells it. He senses it when he thinks I'm about to take him out of games. <laughs> so <laughs> he, he picks it up and goes to another level. And we yeah. saw that today. Yeah, you did. I mean, now there's a lot to fix and not a lot of time to do it. I want to get into your five keys to what you would do differently or what you want to see in game five or game four to get to a game five. Maybe before that, though, give me a little bit of Joe Ryan do you feel like he's ready for this moment? How? What's? What do you think the pitching plan is before we get into specifics on what they need to do in Game Four? Well, I think it's Joe Ryan and about six or seven other guys uh, that you could possibly see. So if they need to go inning by inning, uh, I think they got enough arms to do it. You can include people like uh, Emilio, Emilio Pagan and Griffin Jacks, who both pitched today, but just for an inning. So, right. uh, you know, Varlin could go. Uh, Paddock can definitely go. Thielbar can go. Um, They've got they've got a lineup there that uh, they can activate in order to get this one home. But if if Ryan can get at least one time through the order and maybe twice, uh, they'll be thrilled with that, I believe. So uh, they're facing Yersay Arquiti, who's got like a five two ERA on the season. So he looks like a type of guy who could be had as well. It could be a entertaining high scoring game tomorrow <laughs> at Target Field uh, between these two teams. But um, and the thing is, Ryan has had flashes where he. Looks like he's ready to be almost like a number two type starter and a good roster, a good uh, rotation. Um, you know, with his unique pitching style, pitching above the uh, pitching so up at, uh, high in the zone, but showing a lot of movement on that fastball, adding a sweeper. You know, he's uh, worked on getting better. And until he got injured before that start in Atlanta, I didn't tell anybody he was pitching really good. Yeah, uh, for the Twins. So if he can, if he can revert back to the first half form um the twins may live to play another day in the postseason your five keys to this let's hear them uh let, let's spell them out and talk them through a little bit before we go okay um 
I would uh, start it with uh, there's two guys in the Astros you got to deal with. So you got to stop Altuve. Uh, he, he's let off all three games by getting on base. Um, he homered in game one, bunted for a single in game right. two, and now singled in game three. All right. So it's an offense from him. I think because, you know, Rocco even said you do get a point sometimes where you won't pitch to someone. Well, to me, I think they've got to realize they, they're at that point with Yordan Alvarez. Yeah. He's on almost everything. He's hitting even good pitches. I mean, he's hitting for power. He's batting 500 in the series now with four home runs. You know, you you got to you got to pitch around that guy. I think at this part point, would you um, would you like two outs, nobody on in the first inning tomorrow? Would you would you walk him? Is that is he at that point yet? Automatically, no. I'd probably go after him if I fell behind. I probably would walk him. Okay. I'd probably look at the first couple of pitches in that at bat, and then if he. Uh, if if you got if you're owing two on him, you got a shot to get him out. Then go after it, you know, um, like uh, Pablo Lopez did in Game Two. So, okay. um, so him and then um, I think Willie Castro should be in the lineup tomorrow. Okay. Um, again, I think uh, he drew a walk. I believe he got I got a, a RBI. I think he had an RBI hit in the, in he the did, game. Yeah. And uh, I think the speed could play if they're in a close game. He needs to swipe a bag. So. Um, I'm for sitting Karloff out. He does not have a hit yet in the series. In the postseason, if it doesn't have a hit in the postseason, yeah, yeah. And um, he uh, committed an error in the first inning that kind of fueled some of that uh, early run scoring uh, burst from uh, the Houston Astros. And it may be time to take a breather. That means Donovan Solano would have to play uh, against a right-handed pitcher and. He did it today because that pitcher in general is actually better against lefties and righties. I'm not sure what your Cootie's numbers are. I have to look that up, but um, I would consider starting Solano because um, I, I think in addition, the combination of Solano and uh, I mean, uh, Kirilov and Walner, the couple guys really showing the youth at the plate right now. So uh, you want to get, you want to, if you can sub out one of those guys, if not both, then I think you have to look at it. And finally, I mean, number five is, do do what you can to get these guys to get a clutch hit. I mean, the run the the runs in scoring position number is embarrassing. Um, we need better at bats. Uh, you need to take advantage of a faltering pitcher. Twins drew six walks, have nothing to show for it. You know that's uh, unacceptable in October, man. So um, there's there the ones you know stop Altuve. Don't pitch to Alvarez. Start Castro. Don't start Kirilov. And uh, do what you can to get someone to get a key hit for you. So. Actually, um, actually counts seven walks, seven walks and three hits. That's the box score right now. Seven walks and three hits, a touchdown of walks, a field goal of hits. That's not going to get it done. You, if you get the walks, you got to have the hits to go with them. Lavelle, you got to, you got to have someone that's going to knock them in. They had a few chances. Royce Lewis had a couple chances with guys on base. Didn't get it done. Had, you know, second and third bases loaded first and second, but you can't, it can't just be him and it can't just be him and, and Correa all the time. It's got to be somebody else. No, no, it starts at the top of the order with Julian. It goes down to the sixth spot where Walner and, and Jeffers are, are hanging around. No, they need, it's got to be a collective effort. I know people like using the phrase, you know, big players are show up the biggest at, in the postseason when the, light, the, bright, uh, the lights are brightest. I'm like, that's not true. It's about anybody doing something to help move things along. So even a Willie Castro can have a big play that could help fuel things for someone. So don't underestimate the ability of anyone on a roster doing something. And the, the twins need to consider that as they go into this game, that yeah. it could come from anywhere in that clubhouse right now. Well, um, the type of play or the type of moment that will allow them to take this series to a fifth game. 
and uh, and have Pablo Bet Lopez back on the mound in an elimination game. I would imagine they would like their chances in that situation. Yeah, even against Verlander. And you're right. I mean, they're, one of the biggest hits in game two is Kyle Farmer hitting a two-run homer. I mean, it's not you know, it's not right. out of the realm of possibility that someone who's more of a role player or someone who's not your key guy gets it done. You see it all the time in the postseason, but they haven't really had enough of those moments yet and certainly not in game three on Tuesday. Lavelle, do they win? You tell, you talked about what they need to do to win. Do they win and make it a game five? No, no, I think the sliders offense enough. I predicted for the series that they would lose in five and, uh, I don't know if they're going to get the five now. Um, it's going to be tough. I think uh, I'd love to see them win, but uh, the watching the, the the quality of the bats today was a little worrisome for me. So I'm thinking this may be the end of the road. Yeah, we'll see. You're right. Houston looked awfully good. Looked every bit the world champs they are. They did not have the greatest regular season, but they are turning it on and kind of looked like a team that was. Not annoyed, but there was like, okay, it's 1-1. Everybody's maybe talking a little bit too much about the Twins. Let's kind of show everybody what uh, what's what here. But you know what? The Twins have been pretty resilient all year. They've surprised us probably four or five times when we thought they were not a good team and they turned out to be a good team. So I at least give them an even chance on uh, on Wednesday. And then you're right. Uh, if game five, no matter how it went, if they got it to a game five, Pablo Lopez versus Justin Verlander would be tons of fun. Yes, it would be. I would, uh, I would, uh, I would give the, the Twins a fighting chance in that game. To be honest with you, if we get to that point, and I, I hope we do because I just bought a plane ticket for Houston, so I might as well use. <laughs> there you go. Well, if you do, we'll be doing this again. We'll be doing this again tomorrow, regardless. Of that. I'll appreciate it. Go finish writing, and I will talk to you soon. All right, take care.